Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com or on Twitter at littleempirepod. This episode of Walkout Boys is brought to you by Flix.co.nz. It's F-L-I-C-K-S, not some crazy funny spelling, Flix.co.nz. And it's not about anything to do with your fingers, it is about movies. Yeah, it's my favorite website to go to when I need to find out what is on and when it's on in New Zealand. But beyond that, it's just a great website, there's good writing, good content, it makes me laugh. I like to go to Flix. The new release movie, Star Trek Beyond, is 122 minutes long. This week, myself, Nick, and me, Joseph, went to see 61 minutes of it. And then we walked out of the theatre. Why? Because we are... That's right. We're the Walkout Boys. Heard of us? No, you sure haven't. But you, you will now. You are now. You are, this is this is you hearing about uh, us. You uh, shut up and listen to us because we have something to say, and that's that myself, Nick Sampson, and you, Joseph Moore, are embarking on a podcast voyage and adventure uh, uh, where a man tri- has never been. No, we're, well, probably. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to hit that Star Trek uh, catchphrase. I forgot what it is. Uh, we, we're, we're journeying to what man didn't do. Where nobody will go, I think is what it is. Okay. Star Trek. <laughs> the places, oh, the, the places, places you'll go, go. I believe is the Star that's Trek right. motto. Who could, uh, who could forget? Anyway, that's so. This is Walkout Boys. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Uh, this is a new podcast. Um, you might know myself and Joseph from our previous movie podcast, Cheap Tuesday. We would go and see a movie. And guess what? We'd just see the whole stupid movie. Like, and I was feeling those movies were too long. Yeah. Often I would get the gist. We were suffering from movie fatigue. Yeah. Our eyes were getting square. And uh, heavy. Heavy with the burden of cinephilia. I was getting crow's feet from all the... Oh, um, yes. I was getting popcorn tum. All the... <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more. We're only seeing half the films. Uh, so, yeah, this is our brand new podcast where every week we are going to go and see a movie and then leave it. Halfway through. Halfway through. We're just going to walk right out of that movie. Just like, and, and this makes me grateful that cinema is one of the mediums where the people in it can't see you. Because mm. this would be very offensive. Although they can see us clearly outlined against the movie as we stand up yeah, they and really walk out of the they movie. see a silhouette of that. Halfway through. Why are yeah. we doing this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, why we're doing why this. Why does anyone do anything anymore? Yeah, good point. So this week, yeah, this week we chose uh, Star Trek Beyond. It's a big, it's a big hit film. Everyone's gagging to see this one. I actually haven't seen any other Star Trek anything's. Oh, this okay. was my. Uh, so now I can officially say I've seen half a Star Trek movie. <laughs> You've seen half of the third one. Half of the third one of the new version of the Star Treks, which is like it's a very, very sort of dead thing to say. <laughs> I've seen half of the third one, so yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I, I, I am, I'm a, a fan of what I saw. It was colourful and uh, fun. 
And boy, oh boy, did I want to see what happened at the end. Yeah, let's talk about what we what we what we saw. Yeah, so um, we've any, got any any impressions? So you've never seen a Star no, Trek before, but it wasn't it fun to see Spock and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kirk? Yep, and Scotty. Yes, Leroy, mm. Nimoy, Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy. No, <laughs> that's the name of the actor <laughs> who, who played Spock and is now dead. Okay, great. Um, um, God, John Chu, who's he? Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, I was acting all high and mighty, <laughs> but I don't actually know any of the other characters' names. Okay, um, and... I just know Klingons is a thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. were they there? No. Oh. <laughs> so we're real experts here. Um, okay, so this movie it was set on a spaceship, the Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, and they're flying around <laughs> in space, and. They... I, I don't think you need to start this. <laughs> the, like you, you, you're going way too macro for this. Surely anyone who knows what Star Trek is knows that it's on a like a They're ship flying in space. around in space. Do you reckon in the uh, like pitch meetings for uh, for like this? Like they've got. Like, so I know Simon Pegg wrote this one. Yeah, and they would have brought him in. They're like, all right, Simon, what have you got for us for uh, movie three? Oh, well, technically about movie twelve, considering all the previous incarnations of Star Trek. Twelve. Yeah, what do you got for us? And he would have gone, all right. They're flying around in space. Stop, stop. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you got the job's yours, Pete. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I've heard people play like, all right, a train underground. Like, no, 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 no. no. What people, are you, what are you these talking These people just don't get the franchise. How many trains are we going to get pitched today? This is tough. It's tough being a big Hollywood bigwig. Uh, if only someone would get the right mode of transport. Well, here, guess, guess what? Viewers, uh, listeners who have not seen this film, within but minutes of this film starting... They are no longer flying around in space. That's right. They get a phone call from a planet who said, come on, come visit. And this planet uh, is full with, it's like diversity planet. It's got everyone you know and love there. There's a little green boy. They don't go to a planet. What's a, what is it? They go to a, like a space station. Well, it looked like a planet to well, me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what? Your grasp of this movie is terrible. <laughs> Well, maybe Nick, it's because I've only seen half of it, and maybe the second half... the same half that I saw. <laughs> maybe they would have explained more clearly in the second half that there was a space station on a planet that they went to. Well, we won't know, because we walked out of it, and it was fucking annoying, because I was having a great time. <laughs> so was I. Okay, they went, to a, they went to a diversity space station with this little green boy, and there's um, uh, John, John Chu's character meets his husband, or oh, that, that was very progressive. And... Oh, yeah, but he wasn't he hooking up, John Cho was hooking up with... I don't... He's progressive. He's talking about the chick. You can hook up with whoever you want because it's because it's space. It's space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with the runner rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, they go to this wonderful progressive space station. Yes, and they leave. You keep saying it's progressive. Why are you? Oh, I feel there was a real push for. Um, are you saying because like, there was lots of aliens there? Well, well, um, like there, there, there was a lot of because lines a- about the kind of the federation, which mm-hmm. they're part of, kind of embracing diversity and unity. Which right. is what they talked about. How every, they're all a team of people from different planets, different backgrounds, and I assume um, Republicans and Democrats who uh, all come together on the space station to hang out. Yeah, Coke and, people, Pepsi people, yeah, <laughs> um, foodies and bloggers, foodies and bloggers yeah, together yeah. at last. Oh, um, God, you, you never want a foodie to night owls and on. early birds. Yeah, oh, they're they're all there. They're all there on the space station. Having a great time, and then they go uh, start the just the Star Trekkers. As they're referred to constantly in the film. Star Trekkers! Star Trekkers! See me in my office! <laughs> You've not been tracking enough stars. Something like that. Something like that happened. But isn't that the plot of this movie is that they've been tracking too many stars? Too many stars. They've seen, I think, a hundred. They're getting say. a bit bored. Yeah. And of they've... 
the franchise or themselves. <laughs> yeah, they don't say the franchise they in apply, the movie, but they I guess apply like you do anything enough, it becomes boring. Yeah, I like, yeah. They say they've been they, they've been flying around in space, as, yeah, as per the uh, the trope of, of the, <laughs> the franchise. They say they've been doing that for three years, and they've got two more to go, and they're done with it. Uh, so they they get head back out into space. How much of space do you think they've seen in three years? Half. Half of space? Yeah. This is set in the future. I don't know how fast that Enterprise goes. It goes at uh, warp speed. Well, then half at least. So they, <laughs> they head back into space and then they fly around in it for, for a bit more. And uh, they bring in... Now, a- you're not describing the bit that you haven't seen. This is the bit you have seen. <laughs> yeah. Just you wait till the second half of this podcast where we go in depth to the bit we haven't seen. Uh, so... They uh, use their ship magnets to bring... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Can you explain that? No, I like, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Because oh, I don't have a better answer, but yours is... <laughs> they use their ship... Yours is clump, so... <laughs> they use their ship magnets to suck in uh, a spaceship with um, uh, a woman with a brain head. Her head looks like a big brain. And she comes on the ship and she's like, I've been attacked. You need to help me. But um, like, thank God quote, we got our magnets on you in time. Yeah, but to quote space, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to quote space, and they're not legally not allowed to say trap. It's a trap on this. Yeah, there were so franchise. many moments where I was I wanted them to say it's a trap, but I was like, oh, I, that would have been a cool like cross promo- cross like yeah, franchise yeah. thing if Admiral Akbar turned up at that point and was like, work a trap. Um. And it turns out she's working for some um, Idris Elba, mm. uh, who is unrecognizable. But we looked him up. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it turns because out- I was like, who is acting the shit out of that monster rubber monster face? Someone yeah. was like, like just taking so long to say, so slowly yeah. saying his lines, and he was like, "All right, I'm here." <laughs> no, he was yeah, yeah. He was doing. He was doing um, miscellaneous. He was wearing uh, like a big racist- duffel coat, even in space. Alien accent. <laughs> Um, no, he was, yeah, he was, because the lines he was saying weren't great. They were just like, oh, the Federation is war. That's right. And a lot of but it was, he was, um, he was like, made he up was language like, that was translated on screen Yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he was nailing it. Like, it was beautiful. Yeah. He, he made me believe the Federation was war when I, I haven't seen the end of the film, but I'm going to assume he's wrong there and the Federation is good. Yeah, I'd say he's wrong because, because of previously discussed diversity planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless that's like... That's war. Like, he's not happy about that. Well, I think maybe, yeah, it's like they're colonialists, maybe. And he's like an angry uh, kind of indigenous alien who's upset that they're going around. I don't know. Is oh, it, he doesn't want... Do they colonize when they trick or do they just meet? I think... No, I don't think the thing is to go and colonize. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite a, a weird... No, I think it's definitely to, like, observe. Right. And protect. And protect. And fuck a couple. Like really? a little bit. Well, but, yeah. Well, there was a few gags at the beginning about how everyone's horny up in space. Oh, there's so horny up in space. After yeah. three years, you kidding me? And you would have got through, like, everyone would have fucked everyone by yeah. that stage. And because the, then there was a lot alluded to uh, Spock's um, relationship with Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Um, so, and Spock is a... He's a Vol- Vol- Voltron. <laughs> Vulcan. He's a Vulcan. He's made up of lots of little uh, cars. <laughs> He's a Vulcan. Yeah, you almost never see him as the cars. <laughs> he's a he's a Vulcan. So so it's implied very, very directly that um, different races can bang different races. So that's great. Yes. So when this when this brain woman um, came onto the uh, scene, I was like, oh, love interest. But no, 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 you can't love a bad. Or well, we don't know because she's a bad girl. 
as we uh, uh, we didn't mm. see the second half of the film. Who she's a good girl. <laughs> or she's a bad girl in all the right ways. <laughs> but she's definitely a bad girl. Yeah. In that she Unless, invited Idris Elba onto this, and in that she betrayed them and caused yeah. their ship to crash on a planet, yes. and it does. And, and it that's, cra- but if that maybe that turns him on, because you know he's all about his ship, Kirk. Yeah, he loves his ship. Hey? So maybe to have someone There's be like, like, lots of gags about how he likes his chair. Oh, he loves patting that chair. Oh, it's his favorite it. chair. Um, buying it presents. I I have a chair in my house, so I feel that like it doesn't. It's not just a spaceship thing. When me and my two flatmates watch Netflix, um, we have our spots. Oh, do you? Yeah, one's on the floor. I feel bad for him. He needs to speak up, but he likes it there. And uh, and one's on the long couch, and I have the armchair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The other two could both sit on the long chair, and they're a couple, so I don't know why they're not. Yeah, what's wrong? What's ooh, going on ooh, there? Trouble, trouble in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you should sit on the floor next time. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, I should stir shit up. It's a big floor though. We can there's room for two on that floor. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh no, I'm Go on the long up. couch. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's not that's not important. But uh, no. None of this is important. What's important is what happens when... You could, uh, you could put a state... They could spill okay, something well, on the floor. Like, oops, I've spilled... A, sign, a note? A passive-aggressive flat note on the floor? Oh, I just I think you just spill something on the floor, so it's no longer an option. Oh. Just to see what... Or like, kind of... Just kind of give a small layer of water across the yeah. entire f- carpet yep. of the living room. So it's kind of like, they've got to choose... Yeah. It's like, you know, the Titanic, where it's early days of the sinking. Like, maybe it's up to your ankle. Yeah, and everyone's mm-hmm. just still... <laughs> worried about yeah. whether they choose the long chair or the armchair. Yeah, yeah, and that would. Whereas towards the end of the Titanic, they don't. Nobody cares which chair they're on. As well, long no, because because the water's the water. up to like your kind of your uh, your chin. Mm, yeah, there. and it, the chairs, chairs gone, mate. Netflix probably not working. Yeah, at yeah. All. Well, the, the PlayStation's done. <laughs> so, uh, in this film, they uh, fall, so they get attacked by Idris Elba on their ship, and the, their ship lands on a planet. Let me be distinct that this one is a planet. Yes, no, you're land. right there, and you're right there. It's, uh, a, it's a mountainous planet. They get attacked by a swarm of bee ships. Bee ships. They they call them bees, don't they? Yeah. And I was like, do you guys think those are actually bees? I was or, like, how does this alien know what bees are? Yeah. Do they have space bees? There are a lot of bees on the planet. I think maybe they already... So so they've got space bees. They modeled their, their ships on bees, which weirdly we haven't done modeled any of our ships on bees. There should be more planes that are B. What do we model? We, I guess birds? Yeah. I wish airplanes were uh, tiny. <laughs> the size of a bee. And, what do you wish they were? <laughs> and and they are kind of just, they they dart from flower to flower. Or collecting pollen? Yeah, they're just exactly planes. <laughs> and they don't take any passengers or travel overseas. And they make honey. <laughs> Wouldn't the world be a I better you, place? You are Wouldn't just thinking be- of bees. You are thinking yeah. of the things that already exist. Well, I wish planes were those. <laughs> so you would give up air travel to have bees that we already have. But we call them planes. <laughs> Nick, get on my wavelength, bruh. I am trying very hard, Joseph, but it, it, the wavelength has been incredibly elusive. I've had, like, I'm not a big sci-fi guy, and I've had my mind blown. blown. Your, your teeny mind's been Me, blown. Because I'm, I'm all about... You were like domestic God. drama, you know. I, I like, I like kind of slow European cinema where people eat dinner and don't talk to each other, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so I've sitting there, but people don't stop talking in this movie. Everyone's just like, I blah, know. Blah, 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 blah. And there's all of a sudden there's a space magnet, and I'm just like, what have I been watching this whole time? Nobody what? once like throws down a napkin and storms into like an upstairs room, and you hear them stumping up the stairs, and then yeah. the door slamming. And you never hear like, and then someone's our just, son is dead. 
No, you never hear How that. How could you? How could you do yeah. this family? Or nobody else, nobody ever like pops outside the Star Trek ship for a cigarette, like an angry cigarette. Yeah, and then like a handheld camera kind of just wobbles around while they smoke this like entire cigarette. For some reason, you watch them smoke the entire cigarette. That doesn't happen in this movie. No, because your helmet fills up with smoke. Yeah, you can't smoke in space. Well, can you? I reckon they could, they'd have the technology for that. If they could invent warp speed, they could invent smoking. They would all vape, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's... <laughs> that's Maybe that's what happens in the second half of the movie. <laughs> um, so basically, to recap, where we leave, where we leave our uh, our Star Trekkers okay. is they've crash landed. Recap. Re- recap real quick. Re- okay. What's happened in the first half of the movie? Um, they go to a... Spock... No. Uh, Kirk is tired, or tired of oh. being on the ship. That's right. Which he, is like, mate... He wants to be back on his home planet Earth? Mm? Yes, he's okay. from Earth. Thank yes, you. Thank yes. you. Um, uh, Spock is in relationship trouble with Uh-oh. Zoe Saldana. Oh, God. How are they going to sort that out? Bones? Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Kiwi hero Carl Urban. Um, is, is doing an American accent. And he's doing an okay job at it. And he's and he's, done, no, no. I would never whiskey. have picked him as in a, a New Zealander. No, you wouldn't. Which is important. Um, that's the main... It's the biggest compliment you can get. <laughs> New Zealand actor. So I don't want to pick that. Oh, I don't know if you mean Zim. Uh, and Anton Yelchin, who's um, has a Russian heritage, is performing with a, a Russian accent. Yes. Uh, yes and and, accent. and it's, it was beautiful to see him in his last performance uh, on screen. It was mm-hmm. sad. It was sad. It was sad. Um, we'll, we'll bring that back when we talk about <laughs> the second half. Uh, and uh, the, so they're all hanging out on this ship. They, they visit a diversity space station, not a planet. No. Very key. Very key nut. Yeah. Uh, they fly back into space. A brain woman. Tricks them into letting her on, gives away their details. Idris Elba, who's an alien, comes aboard, kills mm-hmm. them all. They crash land on a mountainous planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all split up. So yeah. uh, Bones is is with uh, Spock. Spock. Russian is with Kirk. Yes. And Scotty has met an alien woman. Oh yes. Yeah, a lovely alien woman who's uh, she's a she's a scavenger. And, and she's, she's found an old Star Trek ship. She's yeah. found, oh, an she old, found an old, like, retro Star Trek ship, which I was guessing was, like, a bunch of nostalgia was about to start there. Kind of, they were going to do some old Star Trek-y stuff. And then Nick tapped me on the shoulder and said, it's been an hour, one minute. <laughs> and, and then we, we walked, walked out. out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, so, um, what is remaining to us for the rest of the podcast is for us to figure out what happened in the second half based on what we've seen. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take a very quick break. Uh, i leave you with a sponsor message and when we'll be back we're going to tell you what happens in the second half. This episode of Walkout Boys is brought to you by flix.co.nz which is a website where you can find out when movies are on which it's is very useful. Very new technology. Yeah. Previously, you've, there's been no way of knowing Remember when, when you are had on. to ring up like an automated voice that was recorded every day by some poor movie staffer who didn't want to record it and was like, hey, um, you've reached uh, Hoyt Cinemas and uh, today the movie times for uh, Star Trek uh, 345 and uh, 515. 
I, you're like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you, underpaid movie staffer. Well, no more do you have to try and listen to an underpaid movie staffer because they're is all Flix. dead. They're all, they all died. Flix.co.nz killed them when it started its great new website. And used the money from their corpses to build their new website. Which, if, I don't know, that's kind of... Uh, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But don't... Look, we're not here to critique their methods... Because what they build is a beautiful website. It's worth it. Let me just say, everything they did was worth it. You can find the horrible things they did to build their website are totally worth the amazing uh, platform it is to find out if a movie is worth going to see or when it's on. Or, or or some good reviews of it after you've seen it. Absolutely, and if you're not from New Zealand, it's a great website anyway. They've got wonderful writing, very funny kind of lists, articles, features, and reviews. And if you're not from New Zealand, it's a great way to see what New Zealand is like yeah. as a website. <laughs> Check it out. It's flicks.co.nz who proudly bring you Walkout Boys. I don't think they said proudly. <laughs> we said that. Okay. And now it's on the record. <laughs> Welcome back to Walkout Boys. Where we've just uh, discussed the movie we walked out of this week. We're Mavericks. We're walking out of movies. We left it's, and it's right. A new thing. We encourage you at home to walk out of a movie. Do we? I don't. Is know. that what our MO is with this? <laughs> yeah. We try to create a cultural a revolution. Shift. A revolution. I will say this. I will say this in defense of walking out of a film. It did save me a lot on parking. Well, there you go. It normally costs twelve dollars at the to see a movie mm. in the parking meter, and I only paid eight. I noticed as we were leaving the movie um, that the kids in front of us had gotten out an iPad and were looking on the iPad. Oh, right. So I think we... Why sit in a movie when you can do that? When you can do it in the car on the way home? I just think, you know, that's about like a kid's attention span with the time. Right. Which is fair enough. will, Will we create such a cultural shift with this podcast? That filmmakers will just stop making the second half of the movie knowing they want to walk out. One can hope. One can hope. We're heroes. So let's discuss the second part of the movie. Right. So we're on this planet. It's a mount. It's mountainous. Everyone's split up. It's full of bees. It's full of full of these bee planes, flitting around, flitting around, swarming and destroying ships. Now, Scotty. He has found a funny alien woman friend, mm-hmm. and they've found this old ship, and they've got to build build that up to to fight the bees. Yeah. How do they fight bees? Well, how do you, how does anyone fight bees? You smoke them out. That's right. That's right. So Scotty uses, takes out his vape pen. That's why it's, it's always, they're always vaping up there. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta vape up in space. Um, but the the alien, um, she's not familiar with vaping because no. they don't they don't have vaping in her. She planet. just does rollies. And yeah, yeah. There's this big scene where he explains vaping to her. Um, it's like um, right, hello there. I've got this little pen here, and we use it to smoke. What is smoke? Oh, it's something. Our people have been doing for generations and generations. And in this world, the crazy world of Star Trek, uh, it's not bad for you. Why? Why do you do it? It makes you more social and it makes you happy inside your brain. Oh, like sometimes when you're at party and you feel like, wouldn't it be cool to have something to do with your hands? You've had that thought. You go to parties and feel like you need something to do with your hands, but you've not heard of cigarettes. Yes, no. Well, on this planet, we just jerk off this tiny little plant and it just squirts goo everywhere. A little tiny plant. I'd love to try this sometimes. Hey, how about this? I'll give you a vape pen okay. if you give me a tiny plant to jerk oh, well, off. Here you go. Here's a little plant. Oh, all right. And here's... Oh. Ow! Ow! Oh, yeah. Ow! I'm sorry. It, I forgot to tell you that it... It says it ow! It's, <laughs> I feel bad. No, it does like it. That's it, what it doesn't like yeah, it. Oh, it this does. feels... I'm a vegetarian. Well, you don't eat it. 
You don't know. I'm not just. I still feel it's bad. Like I won't wear leather on my red top. That's fine. We are learning so much from each other. Hey, it's great to learn. And look, the bees have gone away. What? Oh, this vape smoke has made them go. Incredible. Well, that, that was, was a beautiful a, scene. Yeah, it was a really great scene. And that's what I think they're going to play um, at the Oscars when Simon Pegg gets nominated for uh, Best Director. Because <laughs> yeah. he directed that scene. That he was yeah, in. yeah, he demanded. He was like, look. Which is, <laughs> it's kind of funny watch it. Like, there's some really good behind the scenes footage of him rushing back to the camera yeah, to watch it. And his... they kept a lot of that in as well. Which well, because, yeah, yeah. Eddie would, yeah. <laughs> there's this, you know, he's sort of yelling at himself. He'll be, yeah. be like, hand me a mirror. And yeah. then. And then, and cut. <laughs> so I, I wonder that. why you keep saying and cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, he directs all the scenes he's in. He's, he's real primitive. Do you like think that. every movie should start with action and then finish with and cut? Well, you know when it started and you know when it's finished if that happens. Well, you know that it's a movie as well is what I'm saying. That it's not. You know, that, that's the way you can be sure it's not just you walked into an open air park and something crazy is happening in front of you. Exactly. Oh, Nick. We need we need to run Hollywood. I tell you what, we've got. Why good, won't they let us in? Well, what's happening across the way? We've got old Russian mate with Kirk, and we, where did we last see them? I think they had they had found the old starship as well, so they were there. They're basically just in the corner watching this watching smoking, this smoking scene. Smoking. <coughs> uh, they don't they just, don't like this. They're smoke, coughing so up they're, a storm, they're, and they're they doing that annoying thing where people like pretend to cough because people are smoking. Oh, be real dicks about it, eh? Yeah, then, but ultimately it's a, it's a health hazard. Well, yeah, even though Simon Pegg just explained that in the Star Trek universe, smoking is healthy. Uh, yeah, but um, well, I think they they get so upset by the um by the smoking they go off to join the bees. Oh, so they, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> okay, so so Kirk and and uh, uh, Chekhov, this is mm-hmm. character's name, right? Uh, wander out to join the bees. Immediately get stung a lot. Oh well, you you got to approach a bee with caution. Yeah, it's even a plane bee, which these are, or a ship bee. They're ship bees, but they do have little stings yeah. on them. And all the feelings and thoughts and kind of social hierarchy of bees. So there's a queen bee ship. Yeah. And they sort of go up and they do a little mating dance. Yeah. Pheromones. Um, give off some pheromones. Yeah. Uh, and finally get let into the... So they just sort of start hanging out with the bees. Learning their ways. Well, yeah, because, you know, Kirk, he's wanted to get off the ship. You know, he's talked about he doesn't like, he doesn't like being in space. He wants to settle down. He wants to do something different. Maybe beekeeping's what's what his new calling. Yeah. So he wants to be the uh, the, the beekeeper of the ship bees that killed the the Enterprise. Someone's got to come in and get their ship honey. So that's what the bees were doing. They were getting nectar from inside a ship. Yeah. To turn it into ship honey. Uh well, yeah. I mean, what else would ship bees do? Like, other than I, think, make ship- I agree that it's a bit weird, but I we didn't write the script. <laughs> no. Simon Pig did. Yeah. He's weird. He's an odd guy. Okay, so there's so there's a big kind of um there's a big uh scene where Kirk has his kind of realization. Yeah, he's like Chekhov, I uh I've been thinking uh I don't want to be captain anymore. Please, Captain, please. You stay. <laughs> uh I think I want to keep bee ships. Is that crazy? I've been running around just trying to be a big man my whole life. And what I really want is the peace and quiet of this uh, spiky rock planet uh, and these ship bees. Look, they like me. Yeah, they're all cute and fuzzy. Captain, 
I think it is not good for you to become a beekeeper. If you don't think I should become a beekeeper, then why did you even come and join me with the bees? Do you not believe in me? Because I want the sheep honey for myself. That's right. Chekhov. I've been working with the Idris Elba. <gasps> That's right. He's been working for me. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What a scene. Idris Elba comes in. Yeah. Duffel coat on. Swoops in. <laughs> Scarf around his neck. <laughs> and, and demands that Captain Kirk give over all the ship honey to put on his ship toast. Because what greater motivation to, do, to <laughs> rule the galaxy than having nothing to put on your ship toast? Uh, well... But and, and he's a he's a hungry power mad man, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and nothing makes you feel more powerful than to eat a whole ship for breakfast in toast slash honey form. Jesus, what a God. diabolical, uh, a sick man! And I can't believe Chekhov joined him. Jesus. Okay. Meanwhile, John Cho and Zoe Saldana, whose character names we did not learn, <laughs> uh, are kidnapped, have been up deep in a prison, um, which is that they're the. Uh, They've been kidnapped by the uh, the ship Idris Elba's henchmen. Yeah, um, they they have the ship raid. Wow, this is this is what they need to. They need it. Yeah, to get away these ship bees. Well, how are they going to get out? Get out of there and get it get it to them? Well, they've got. That's what they've got to do. Is they've got to. They've got to impress the guards. Ah, and so they've got to do, do a talent show. You know. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's how you impress a guard. You do a talent show. And the guard- Guards are famously yeah. always up for a talent yeah, show. Yeah, they're, they're as stoic and strong as they are. Some juggling or perhaps an impression uh, might be all it takes to have them keel over with laughter and you can sneak the key from their side pocket. All right. So John Cho walks up to the guard yeah. and he says, hey, do you want to see a magic trick? And the guards sort of look at each other like, I mean, they don't speak (laughs) English. (laughs) But they do understand the universal language of magic tricks. Mm. So what John Cho does is he puts one, he hides one thumb behind his hand. Oh my God. And then using his other thumb, he sort of slides it along the top of his finger. So it looks like his thumb is coming off. What? Uh, and uh, well, yeah, and, I mean, it's a simple trick to us. Nick was just doing this in the studio, and it tricked me. No, as well. it's just a trick. Oh, Don't okay, worry. it's okay. a trick. Uh, and to so to their their dumb guard eyes, this is pure sorcery. Yeah. So they step aside and let them out. Brilliant. But they've got to get there so fast. How are they going to get to um, our heroes in time? Guess how, Nick. How? A space magnet. Uh-oh. They've got a space magnet ready to go. They've got to magnetize themselves. So uh, John Chu and Zoe Sazan are just rubbing rubbing each other just to build up uh, kind of static electricity, which, yeah. which in, in Star Trek is magnet. How you magnetize <laughs> it's the same something. as magnets. Magnets are the same as there's only one science in the Star Trek universe, and it's all static. Yeah, a lot of the Star Trek universe is built off static electricity. <laughs> yes. That's why when uh, there's a problem and he yells down to Scotty down in the warp room, he's, like, he's often rubbing a big balloon. Yeah. I can't even rub the balloon faster. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things from the old TV show as well. It's really cool that they keep. They yeah, keep yeah. Going. There was a bit of fan service there, right? That having a lot of balloons in the scenes. Um, so they charge, they charge uh, uh, to the old spaceship where everyone is is hiding. Uh, Captain Kirk is at this pa- at this point covered in uh, ship bees. He's surrounded by bees oh, like that. He's they're swelling kind of, up. They, yeah, they, they, they're stinging him. Uh, he thought he was he yeah. had he could control them, but he hasn't. Like the Idris Elba's bees 
They yeah. are loyal to him. Get him, kill him, sting, sting oh, my beauties. Sting my little b- bastards, you sting that guy, sting that boy. Yeah, oh, he, he's, he's crying, he's crying. Um, Anna Chomsky from My Girl is crying next to him oh, as yeah, he's dying Macaulay from Culkin is, yeah, bees, yeah, bees thing. Yeah, She's yeah. like, yeah, she was. Um, Jerry Seinfeld is there from Bee Movie. Bee Movie, yep. Oh, as one of the bees, voicing one of the bees. He's like, oh, wouldn't you believe we're on a planet? <laughs> um, well, bees are important. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, who, what other bees from pop culture are there? Um, um, there uh, is obviously the bees from Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh's there just helping himself to a big old uh, fistful of honey. The bees from the commercial for the popular New Zealand cereal honey puffs uh, yeah. are yeah. there. Uh, they're, they're sort of toiling away making space honey puffs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's a bee. It's a, there's a lot of bees it's going It's a real out. bee fest. It's um, a, yeah. And uh, they're magnetized in, luckily at the last minute, John Chu and Zoe Sedana, and they've got the spray. Yeah. And they unleash it, Nick. And boy, oh boy, do they say that iconic old Star Trek line. Bees, oh, the places you'll go. (laughs) The bees are dying. Idris Elba, like, screams, like, he bursts out of a suit. Oh, my God, he was a bee. He was the queen bee. That's right. His, his, His head opens. There's a bee with, like, levers inside that's controlling him. And he's like, oh, no, but that, that bee still has his voice. He, he's like, how'd you do that to me? Oh. He dies, and it's it's a real heart-wrenching performance that this bee gives. Yeah. Um, they stand together, they hug, they um, all kiss. Mm, beautiful. Instead of kissing like a sort of circle, it's like this, like that, and it goes round and round and round and round. This yeah. It's beautiful. And, Got like five uh, minutes, I have to... Yeah, just it's a lot of kissing. And some people do a kiss back, and then like this kiss circle changes direction. You know, and and they, if they haven't kissed someone directly across the circle, they sort of yeah. wander over and kiss them. Um, which is, you know, I assume that's that's, that's how they thing. all end. Yeah, yeah. It's a, they could not put that in the fans. Yeah, absolutely. and and they turn to uh, the a- alien lady um, who, who who saves Scotty, and they say, "You're welcome." Which is customary, I think, at the end of every Star Trek, they sort of yeah. say, you're welcome. Yeah, and then uh, the, everyone shakes hands with yeah. everyone. They're quite There's... patronizing of the alien species they encounter, which is, I guess, is kind of like a allegory for the, like colonialism. And, and stuff, then who right? gets the Star Trek medal in this one? There's a medal uh, given out yeah, the end yeah, of every Star Trek. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, yeah. And um, it goes to John Chu. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, John Chu. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, oh. well done. And who got most improved for the Star Trek? Uh, most improved was uh, Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. wow. Which is, crazy That's because he weird. was already very good yeah but but also he was bad like because they're not given like for performances they're given for what their characters I know did in yeah, the thing. And no, but that's controversial but that's all politics isn't it it's all like politics behind know, who, who you yeah, know. yeah 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 and um they sort of say you're welcome to to this alien woman and she says welcome for what you killed all the bees the bees are dead the camera slowly now, pans out the flowers will die and then the crops and then the animals and then the aliens. But in this world, I am not. The aliens are people. You are the aliens. <laughs> so the people will die. The camera pans out. We see the flowers start to wilt up and die. Uh, out in space, we see the raid cloud cover- traveling through the galaxy. And it turns its sight on a little blue planet called Earth. And that's how the bees, the bees are dying. dying. <laughs> and that Whoa. was Star Trek Beyond. Beyond. And what yeah, a weird turn that movie it, t- it, takes in the second half. Wow. Yeah. No. Um. Re- some. But but political. 
and that's uh, that's important. You got it. You got to do something political. to, yeah. to, stay, and, to stick and your head out. When Simon Pegg wins that Oscar for best director for that one scene he directed with the vape pen, mm. um, he's going to do a beautiful speech about mm. the bees and about the point that this movie. And that was speech making. will solve everything. Just like Leonardo DiCaprio's speech uh, after the Revenant. Oh yeah. It, I mean, like global warming stopped. So yeah, yeah, I know. God, it's, it's, I love planet Earth now. eh? Yeah. literally <laughs> post post GW. <laughs> As I call it. Okay, uh, that's so that's been the walkout boys. Thank yeah, you so much for listening. Thank you so much for for coming along this uh, journey with us. If you have seen the movie, how did we do? Perfect, right? Hundred percent. Nailed it. There's no other way. Uh, if there's any movie you would like us to see half of, uh, let us know. We're on Twitter. Nick is at Nick No K Sampson. I'm at Joseph Moore One. Uh, we're probably have a Facebook or something, uh, <laughs> let us know. And oh, we'd love to hear any feedback and movie ideas. So yeah, uh, this has been Walkout Boys and it's part of the Little Empire Podcast Network. We will see you later. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.